Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Right now, Chris Clem is with us. He is a retired chief Border Patrol agent, served on the border for 27 years. You may see him on Fox from time to time. He's back on 97.1 FM Talk. Chris, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing great. Hey, I look forward to the conversation and glad to be on. Well, we're glad to have you. And, you know, it's one of those situations. It's it's so frustrating and baffling what we see. I think Bill Malusian at Fox, I know you're on Fox quite a bit. He's been doing an outstanding job. I mean, I don't know where to start here, Chris. I really don't. It's just outrageous what's happening at the border right now. No, that's the understatement of the, of the year or the understatement of the last three years. Uh, and you're right. Uh, shout out to uh, my friend Bill Malusian. He's been covering it. Anybody that watches it, uh, that's real live on the ground when he's reporting. I've, I've been there. But, you know, look, let me let me just tell you, I spent 27 and a half years as a border patrol agent. The last, you know, uh, two years of my career, I was the chief patrol agent, U.S. Border Patrol down in Yuma. Prior to that, I was the deputy chief, the number two for all of the El Paso region. Uh, I've been on the front lines as an agent all the way up to uh, uh, to chief and, you know, a career employee. I mean, I started under, under President Clinton in 1995, worked all the way up through this. Every administration has leaned forward to try to do something to keep America safe and secure the border as it pertains to our border security mission, except this one. Um, 25 years in, uh, the last uh, last few months of Trump, we were at like the lowest numbers I'd seen in a long time. We were doing really, really well. Um, nothing more than for political purposes. Uh, I don't know why this administration just pretty much unraveled everything that we had done, um, put us in a world of hurt. Um, and, and let me just tell you, that's not just opinion. Let me let me just back that with some numbers. In 2000, in uh, uh, fiscal year 2019, Border Patrol had just over 900,000 apprehensions. It went down to 405,000, uh, roughly 405,000 apprehensions in fiscal year 2020. In 2021, it went up to 1.66 million. The next year, it went up to 2.2 million. And then we ended fiscal year 23 with over... 3.2 million total arrests along the, uh, uh, the borders of the United States. That is a direct result of failed leadership coming out of the White House, failed policies. Now, I say that some would argue it's intentional, and, and maybe it is, so it's not a failure, but it's failing the American people when it comes down to the border security. That, that number there, 3.2 million, that's basically the population of the area that I'm in right now. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That's crazy. When you, when you think about that, like we're already – dealing with all sorts of uh, economic issues. The prices of everything has gone up in our lives, and we continue to bring more people in, adding to this misery. And, and let, me just, let me just kind of put this in perspective. I mean, look, it is a humanitarian crisis because people are being exploited, but they're being exploited 
for the wrong reasons. You know, they're they're not coming over. They're not being brought over here. You know, to to you know for a better life, if you will. They're being brought over here, and they're being exploited by the smugglers who are charging them. And if they don't have the money, they're going to have to pay that out in something, right? Indentured servitude, sex trafficking. And where I'm going with this is a lot of these people that claim that we're helping uh, these these migrants out. We're actually creating an environment that puts them in this trafficking vortex that all too often they don't realize they're in, in it until yep. it's too late. And, you know, we're calling it humanitarian. We're let's facilitate. We don't want to hold them in custody. Actually, we're saving their lives. The longer we hold them in custody and the quicker we can get them adjudicated. And if they need to go back, they go back to their country. But uh, look, uh, 90% of the people that we encounter on those numbers are just looking for a job. They're not coming over here to assimilate, to become citizens. They're just going to work, try to get, uh, take advantage of some things, and want to go back home. We, we just don't create that uh, legal pathway to do that uh, to, uh, uh, in today's terms. So it's forcing this, uh, this mass push and this mass pull for people here in the United States. I thought, I thought that this, Chris, was rather stunning yesterday. I came across this audio on um, Twitter, X, formerly Twitter, if you will. This is Jay Johnson, who was President Obama's DHS secretary. And, and this is stark when you compare the numbers that you just tossed out there to what Jay Johnson, a Democrat, says in this clip. My staff will tell you if it was under 1,000 apprehensions the day before, that was a relatively good number. And if it was above yeah. 1,000, it was a relatively bad number, and I was going to be in a bad mood the whole day. On Tuesday, there were 4,000 apprehensions. I know that 1,000 overwhelms the system. I cannot begin to imagine what 4,000 a day looks like. So we are truly in a crisis. Wow. I mean, that was yeah. a Democrat before Trump saying, you know, 4,000, that, that is a huge number. That's one of the numbers that's been taught out, tossed out there, Chris, with some sort of bipartisan deal that they're trying to strike right now. Well, let's uh, let's put some some fact behind that. I worked uh, in Washington D.C. when Jay Johnson was the secretary. You know who his deputy secretary was? Alejandro Mayorkas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, uh, and that was under uh, Vice President Biden. So you see the the common theme here. Look, in 2018 and 19, we were seeing large numbers. We were holding 10,000 people in custody. We actually were using that same Jay Johnson video uh, quote uh, to explain that that we were dealing with a crisis now because. Uh, we weren't being appropriated uh, properly by Congress, which was uh, the uh, Democrat majority back then, and it or was leaning towards that. Look, this is the matter of fact here. Is we we were you know we're dealing with tens and thousands of people at one time coming across. We had we had twelve thousand apprehensions a day for a couple of days just December, less than a month ago, and of course now we're you know high fiving with four or five thousand arrests or six thousand arrests a day. That's ridiculous. And to your point, that border bill number that's floating around saying if it exceeds 5,000 a day, then that will trigger. Look, if it exceeds 500 a day, it should, it should trigger yes. an automatic response. The fact that we've got members of Congress negotiating an approval or an acceptance of illegal activity is beyond yeah. me. Not acceptable. And, and that, to me, it should be it should be a non-starter. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that that I'm I think some people are confused about, and this is one of those stories that I, I can't be confident that CBS or CNN or anyone else is covering. But I want to ask you about what I've seen in Bill Malusian's reporting of um, Chinese nationals and African men, no women, no children, trying to cross the border in large numbers. I think if you would say that to some people in this country right now on the left, they'd think you were making that up, Chris. And you're we're not making that up. No, no. In fact, uh, again, uh, 
the video that uh, Bill shoots and, and sends out there is, is quite quite uh, uh, breathtaking, not breathtaking, but overwhelming, right? Like this kind right. of wow, this has really happened. So let me just uh, let me just go ahead and go ahead and uh, uh, foot stomp that. That is real. Um, when I was in Yuma, my last year in Yuma, we had just over three hundred ten thousand arrests, and that's a small south uh, southwestern corner of Arizona, parts of California. Um, one of the smaller sectors uh, is in regards to geography and manpower. Uh, it was rare that Mexico and Central America made my top 10 countries daily or weekly. This was a world phenomenon. We led the, uh, the nation oftentimes in Chinese nationals, Russian nationals. Um, I was in Lukeville, Arizona, when uh, that busted wide open just a few weeks before Christmas. I went down there, and I was there one morning. There was probably 800 people on the ground. Maybe 200 of them were families with uh, women and children and men. And then there's another 500 or so uh, of single adult males. I would say they range from ages of 18 to 45. And that's not just somebody embellishing. I saw that. They, they were, there was all single adults, 500 single adults in that age range. Um, it, was, uh, it was ridiculous. I wasn't shocked because I'd lived through that for so long in Yuma and El Paso. I was in Eagle Pass, Texas just uh, a week or two after that. Um, when all that was just going crazy. And I, as far as the eye could see, mainly single adults. Yes, there were some women and some children mixed in there, but it was mainly single adults. So to me, that kind of bust open that whole, oh, asylum seeker narrative. Because right. many of these people are just coming here looking for work or have ill intention. They left their families behind. If you were truly fleeing because you were being persecuted because of a religious or a protected status, you would be bringing your whole family with you. So that asylum seeker narrative is, is yeah. debunked when you look at the type of people coming in. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.